Dört nala gelip uzak Asya'dan Akdeniz'e bir kısrak başı gibi uzanan Bu memleket bizim, bizim dostlar Bizim dostlar, bizim dostlar Bizim dostlar, bizim Bilekler kan içinde, dişler kenetli, ayaklar çıplak Ve ipek bir halıya benzeyen toprak Bu cehennem, bu cennet bizim Bizim dostlar, bizim dostlar, bizim Haydi evlatlar 
again. Yeah, I feel pretty exhausted. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm pooped. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I feel like I, I got back and immediately was just like, uh, just kind of feeling like a lot of like party depression, you know, like all just exhausted from all the, from being around friends all of, you know, for like a week straight and experiencing life, you know, yeah. just taking that sucker by the horns and then coming back, filthy apartment eating rotten food, drinking out of the toilet again. <laughs> Just back to normal. Uh, nothing really happened, I guess. We we uh we let we so we stayed in San Francisco, uh B fucked us in the very beginning. Had to do a had to do a, <laughs> yeah. so things were off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. Um so he like had to do a bunch of rentals and stuff the day that we were leaving. So we didn't actually and then we got stuck in traffic on the five because there was a huge wildfire. 
So we didn't get to San Francisco until like 10 p.m. And Tony was tripping because it seemed like he was viewing us being there as his like strongest opportunity to finally show us that San Francisco is tight. And then we rolled up at 10 and we just went to a bar for like 30 minutes and then came home. <laughs> and then uh, and then the next day we drove from San Francisco to Klamath, which was it's a little tiny piece of shit town between San Francisco and Portland. It's like right on the border. It's right past Doris, California, which is the home of the second largest American flag in the country. <laughs> And so, uh, so we passed Doris, and we, you know, we saluted our country, and then kept going to Klamath, and um, we got there, and then we bounced to this restaurant, to this Mexican restaurant, hella bomb, good food and shit. We're sitting there, you know, it's Tony, myself, B, and Zaldi. There's two girls that are sitting behind us, kind of similar age, kind of funny looking, just unique, you know. They're having a conversation the entire time. We're kind of, I mean, no one else seemed to be listening, but I was listening in on their conversation the whole time, talking about like Tinder woes and like, uh, you know, on like dating and just little road bumps, you know, along the way of dating and such. And then when we pay and stand up to leave, one of the girls stops us and goes, Hey, are you guys in a band? <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, none of us, like, you know, said anything particularly funny. It was just like, oh, like, no, it's funny that you think that, you know, like, you know, just some shit like that. And then it turned into, like, what are you doing in Klamath type shit and yada, 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 whatever. <laughs> Imagining if we were all, if we had said that we all played bass. We all played bass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We're it called the pee pee poo poos. <laughs> Oh, wait, did we, did we talk about... Yeah, we did talk about this already. Okay, word, yeah. yeah. We're called the PP. Yeah, we were texting about it or some no, shit. No, we were talking about Duncan's place, and we were like, yeah, we're called the PP Poo-Poos, and we all play <laughs> <Yeah>. bass. <laughs> we all play bass in the PP Poo-Poos. Yeah, we're just coming... We're playing a string of shows in Klamath, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're all part of the Brown Note movement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Portland to Seattle, we were just all thinking about how funny it was going to be when when you showed up to the apartment and we were all there. And then by the time we got there, we parked the car and then we're just like for like an hour, we're being like, oh, like, should we move the car so that when he gets here, there's no car so that they're even more like out of the blue, out of the know when they walk up to the door, they think that they're the only people or whatever. And then Tony started to get hungry and shit. Chungus needed to eat. So he was like, I have to go to a corner store immediately. And we're being like, oh, but what if they show up while we're gone? Like, it's not worth it type shit. Like, we have to just stay here. And then, uh, and then I saw Vicky post that picture of you at the airport. And I was like, oh, they're all the way at the fucking airport. We have time. So we bounced and got food and shit and came back. And uh, we were just like so excited to see to see what your guys's reaction would be if it was gonna be like ah oh, fuck this or like mm, fine and it was fine ah oh, fuck this would have been crazy that that was immediately what a lot of us thought a lot of us <laughs> that's what we thought that was gonna be the reaction really? because you were coming in super late and we assumed that you were under the impression that you were gonna have just like you and Vicky time and we know that that's fuck special all over Duncan's place. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was an option. Um and then the rest of it we were we were with you for the whole, you know, 
everything after that we experienced together. Duncan's wedding. Congrats if he's listening. Congrats if he's not. Yeah. And if, yeah. We're just putting that and out if there. If he's not. <laughs> if he's not, we're fucking pissed. This wasn't supposed to happen. Right. <laughs> we tried everything we could to stop this from happening. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, yeah, when I when I was texting you the other day about <clears throat> you maybe having a lot of shit to sit shit to sort through, you know, because this is a big life moment that one of our friends is experiencing. I think I was just uh I was in that like really like reflective emotional mood that you might experience after you close the chapter on something really fun and interesting. Now I'm just pissed about work and shit again. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the one. So thing I got nothing. The, the, I would say the most uh, one interesting thing we should talk about on the show was when we got. I feel like we got essentially called out at the wedding. Yeah, we got called out big time. That, that was shit so was, beat. That shit was unbelievable, and he had no idea how how close he was to getting put in a suplex. I was like so upset, dog. I was like at my at the seats. Steaming. Like, yeah. I wanted to smack the fucking shit out of this guy when he did that. <laughs> Bro, I was so fucking pissed. And then right when he went up there and said that, Vicky looks at me and she he, she was like, uh, oh, he basically went up there and said, you ain't shit. He yeah, said, I feel you like you always shit. have stories about Vicky turning to you and then like big, me big, up. Nah, like big manning you, like being like, yo, they just called you out. Yeah, they no, just yeah, talked yeah, shit yeah. on you. Yeah, but like most of the time it's like not even really true. Like sure he did that, but like it doesn't mean you're a bitch. Vicky wants me to turn up. Yeah, I feel like that's like always that. is like she's always turning she to like, you to be like, you're a bitch. You know that, right? Right. She likes it. Yeah, she likes it when she when the Sicilian comes out. She when does the Sicilian come out? I'll get when I get back home. I'll smack the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nah, that shit was tacky, and I thought it was especially whack that like you know it's clear that this fool respect to him you know for whatever in in whatever in, the hell's in, going on in ways there. that no one can understand but you don't you don't get up and then in front of a hundred people put somebody on blast that might have a really good reason not to be standing up like yeah like nathan you know nathan's an ama- awesome dude you know that he's got a long history with duncan and shit but what if in this moment this fool is feeling like Ugh, i'm just a little nervous and it, it's better us. for my health to not yeah i know what you're saying but he specifically said nathan you know? Oh, he did. He did specifically. So that. it's like this fool might have a good reason to not be standing up. Like he might be like nervous and feeling ill because of the pressure that's on you to stand up in front of a hundred people and have a good speech. And this dude gets up and is like, "Come on, where's these bubby boys? These right. these boo boos got to have something to say, huh?" Nathan. He said that specifically. Oh, I didn't hear that. And so I was thinking, like, ah, oh, dude, this poor guy, like. And if, if Nathan really didn't want to say anything because he was nervous, how are you supposed to say no? Like this right. go, guy goes up there in front of everybody and says, Nathan, you can't be like, no, <laughs> impossible. And let's back up. And I know we don't yeah. like to like pretend like this is a show. No, no, no. I'm with you. For a couple people who, who are listening, <laughs> who Maybe. don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um Last weekend we went to our uh, one of our best friend Duncan's wedding, and in his bride's party, and you could jump in at any moment. Stop <laughs> me from saying something stupid here. Sure, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna his, let you go. <laughs> in his bride's party, she had two men, 
<laughs> so far, so I good. I feel, I feel like that's yeah. fair to say. Well, I mean, I don't know if he may identify. I don't know if he identifies as a man. This guy. Oh yeah. He said that he has a wife, which throws partner. You know, he said wife on the microphone. I heard. Oh, that. interesting. And uh, anyway, they, they both have wives. Who? Both of them. There was two. There were two. Um, oh, you know, oh, like, uh, yes, yeah. They. Them. What is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but is uh, it is it appropriate to say like uh, at birth they were assigned male or is I that weird? I think that is what you're supposed to say. I think at birth they were assigned, so there were two, two, you know, fellas. <laughs> so stupid right there. Yeah, they got ding dongs. Let's just say that, okay? <laughs> hey, well, you can't confirm that either. Um. Anyway, uh, this is spiraling. This guy was in the bride's party. Um. Wearing his yeah. shirt looked like he looked a, like Prince. Look, no, his shirt looked like a nude colored do rag, like it was completely oh, seared oh, oh, through, oh, oh. super sheen. And then over that, he was wearing a yeah. I thought that shit was pretty. I mean, bold statement. This fool looked like he was. It was kind of a. It was kind of a mix between Willy. It was like Prince. If yeah. Prince played Willy Wonka, like a, almost like a cape, but like a like a, a purple very cape. bright purple. I felt like uh, okay, you're they them. That's that's totally fine. But I feel like <laughs> wear something appropriate. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The dude. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Just say it. Um, there was uh one of Duncan's um neighbors, Aaron. Okay. His yeah named Aaron. Shrink. <laughs> oh, I told you. No, he was hella funny because when we pulled up and parked, he his car was in the driveway. <laughs> his car was in the driveway. And then we text Duncan like, yo, there's a car in the driveway. And he goes, oh, man, Aaron parked in my spot. Let me hit him up. So when we go outside, you know, and the whole time we're thinking, fuck, this better not blow our cover with Gino, you know, because we needed to, like, arrange everything as quickly as possible for maximum surprise. So Aaron comes out to move the car and he comes out and he's a real nice guy. And he's very jovial and friendly. And we're talking about the wedding and stuff and how he's going to go up on Friday and how we're all Duncan's friends from uh, Los Angeles and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and, and, then, and then we tell him that we're actually preparing to surprise our friend Gino, who doesn't know that we're here. So he says, oh, you guys are going to all dress up and... Uh, in uh <laughs> in bathrobes bath you guys are all gonna dress up in bathrobes and then just you know hand on the chin oh fancy you should show up or so, like something like that but he so when when he came out and was you know uh talking to us and stuff and moving the car he was wearing like jeans and a t-shirt or something like that oh when he showed up at the wedding he looked like a harajuku girl well, he was dressed up in like a Lululemon two-piece with a sheer dress over it, with like and then platform when, Converse from Space Jam. They were they were like PF flyers. They were huge, huge. I think that souls. they were the Space Jam Converse. They were crazy. They're like this thick, and it was like a wave. And then when it started time to dancing, she took off the sheer dress and was just in the two-piece, not wearing. Yeah, Not but any underwear. I guess Let's the just say I that guess the kind of like wiener was out, like sh like completely bulbous. The thing the thing is, is the though <laughs> that like why I mean there's a question there because 
if if you are the type to have decided that whatever gender associations that you know to you they are archaic they're they've existed for a long time and we've evolved beyond the need for certain gender associations if that's what you're buying into then you wouldn't feel the need to conform to like marriage uh norms you know like we're going there thinking you know you got to dress up you got to wear a suit wear a nice dress either wear a nice dress or wear a nice suit it's a marriage it's tacky not to this is just how you're supposed to act i mean if they're of the mindset that we're overthrowing you know archaic gender associations then they probably don't pay much mind to um how how you should behave or dress at a wedding i see what you're saying you know so it's like in that case like who's right who's wrong there's no right and there's no wrong we're going in thinking like i i need my my suit to be pressed i gotta look sharp but like they probably you know they probably just don't even think that way you know i thought that one of the funniest things and i accidentally told this story twice to the same people that i'm working with (laughs) (laughs) that fucking it was so crazy that we were on this island where there's no ubers no no cabs nothing like that almost no food it's right there (laughs) Uh, so there's no cabs no ubers it seems like 20 people live on this island i mean it's small intimate very like hippie very like hippie leaning so much so in fact that b went to the general store in town bought a new hat came out wearing it it's a grateful dead skull with orcas island in the skull and i go oh damn b you got a dead hat and he was like what are you talking about (laughs) didn't know that it was the grateful dead logo and then was like oh man (laughs) um the dude that is shuttling everybody from the like main congregating area of the farm all the way up this rocky hill to the top of this overlook where you see all of the puget sound is the this crusty super thick accented bostonian guy it's like where the fuck did this dude come from and why is he on why is he on this island the guy who drove us in the bus the guy that nah because that guy was also hella bizarre but the dude that was driving the van that had the thick boston accent who every single time he pulled up rolled the window down stared at his audience for about five seconds and then went all right rich widows in the back (laughs) incredible comedic time every single time and it's like because we were helping people we were just down there the whole time we were the last ones to go so the crowd was thinning from like a hundred waiting people to 80 to 60 to 40 and every single time he came back to pick up a new load of people window goes down surveys the eyes of his audience for like five seconds and then goes all right rich widows in the back (laughs) (laughs) and it was just like dog like every time i thought he wouldn't say it again he said it again that shit was awesome that's your first mistake (laughs) yeah that's not if it works do it again hold on i'm sorry to keep jumping around yeah no but this guy in the purple fucking jacket well dig in we're at the reception of the wedding gets up on the microphone like rabid like his like i felt like he was like trembling he felt like it was like a wwe promo he like grabs the mic and he looks at our table me tom b tony and he goes i want to hear from d's boys i want to hear something good about d's nobody gonna jump on the mic and say something nice about duncan 
like yeah no I mean, I, that's it i, I mean, feel you it. i but feel it was, you like, nuts. and then on the tail end of that he specifically called out nathan um right. it, i just felt it, like i need to clarify that for the people who were who, who we still didn't explain what happened yeah no 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 for sure pretty crazy to have an open mic at a wedding i that's yeah that's tough because then you're there's a there's a chance that you're putting yourself in a position <laughs> For things to be imbalanced. And it was especially intimidating because everyone was just doing really well, you know? And it's like, you can't really think selfishly. Like, when when the fucking guy went up and was saying the D's, D's nuts thing, <laughs> the, Duncan's, the Duncan's boys shit, I was, then I was thinking, like, okay, you know, if, if like, uh, if I'm called upon to perform here, what am I going to talk about? I couldn't remember a single thing I'd ever experienced with Duncan in that moment. You know, it's like I've been I've been great friends with this guy for years and years and years. And then suddenly when I was put on the spot, it's like I have no anecdotes. I have nothing. I couldn't think of a single thing. The only thing that I could think of was recording the Charles and Honeycomb shit. I know that we experienced we went on road trips. We went on all over the fucking place. Everything just completely faded away. I didn't want to go up there and just say some gushy shit without any levity because it's right. like you need the two for a successful wedding speech. You need the gushy shit and you need the comedy or else it's like just not going to work. Yeah. But um, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. That was the first good friend of ours to get married. I know. And, now I do uh, feel like it was a missed opportunity that we didn't jump on the mic. Of course, but like, I mean, yeah. I'll just tell him, tell him, tell him what one on one. Yeah, I did that right after I told him a good one. We was it the P? Was it the P one? Yeah. Because yeah, you told me that. I was like, that's that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even just bringing up the Auntie D stuff would have been great. Auntie D? Yeah, drunk Duncan. Oh, I was thinking about doing that. I was thinking about doing that, but I wasn't like as I was playing it in my head. I was like, okay, I don't know of a way to say it that doesn't sound critical. That's what I was. You know, like I'm too. thinking, I don't like, like just go up there and roast this fucking. Yeah, like just make fun of them in front. Of, that's like, what I could go up there and the be like, the man, story. anytime you want to party, don't do it with Duncan because yeah. he'll always try to have a heart to heart with you. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like what's, what's yeah, like the redeeming part of it. Like that's obviously that's a, such a unique thing about Duncan is that he is so emotional and he's so quick to remind you how much you mean to him, and it just it, it comes out in funny ways. You know, like yeah. any like you might be like, oh man, I'm gonna get some ass tonight, and then the second you step up to try to talk to a girl, Duncan's like, dude, I just want to talk to you about like our personal projects or whatever, and you'd be like, oh wait, like yeah, you know. Yeah, I've had conversations where he's he's cornered me while he's drunk talking to me about how much he loves me or the, what the future has to hold and stuff like that. And I'll start to drift away for a second. He'll go, hey, are you looking away? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's fucked up, man. I'm trying to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, my. It's like he has enough wits about him to know that if I'm zoning out of a conversation. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that like in the in the times when most people are trying to like check out as much as possible, yeah. he checks He's in. Ready to check he in. checks in really hard, and uh, that's Duncan, baby. You know, yeah. but that shit was hella fun, man. The cabin was dope. It was amazing to look at all the photos afterwards. That's a beautiful thing about the shit that Zaldi does with that little camera. Yeah, is that um, 
you get to the second that you start to get really nostalgic immediately about something fun that you just experienced, you can just kind of relive it instantly by flicking through all these pictures. Um, strike doing the fucking Baphomet all over Washington. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Did you look through the album that Zaldi posted? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, when we got back to Washington, we went up to Cary Park and Dick's, and we were just doing Baphomet <laughs> in, in every single spot, sending pictures to Duncan of like Tony doing Baphomet at Dick's and then doing Baphomet at, with the whole space needle and shit in the background. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, we should come back and talk a little bit more about that. I'd written one note. Oh, I, <laughs> I was I saw something on Nextdoor yesterday. This woman <laughs> This woman kinda has a masculine look to herself. Like she has short hair and is a little bit stockier. And she posts on Nextdoor, first thing that's crazy. She posts on Nextdoor saying I was just hit by a black man. Like the the story is that like she was going for a walk and then like a homeless guy like sucker punched her. But the way that it was phrased, instead of being like a homeless guy just hit me, she's like a black guy just hit me. <laughs> so, and there's a picture of her super blurry, just looking not like she has a black eye or anything like that, but just looking maybe like a little bit tussled, you right. know, a little bit disheveled. And all these people are commenting underneath it. All these people are commenting. And I'm like, I cannot wait to just see somebody yeah. on these comments be like, you know, why Colonizer. did you have to point out that it was yeah. a black guy or something like that? Surprisingly, nobody's doing anything like that, which is, it's, you know, different for next door because it's always a battleground in there. Everyone is just being like, did you go? Did you call the police? You got to file a report. You got to call the police, blah, 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 blah. You got to call the police. Until like 20 comments down, somebody goes, whoa, I thought you were a man for a second, lol. Sorry to hear this. <laughs> and it was like, dog, like the most like tasteless comment of all time. Like this woman is talking about how she's like super emotionally like uh, fucked up from having just been randomly beaten on the street. And this guy goes, Whoa, I thought you were a man for a second. Lol. So sorry to hear that this happened to you. Kaplamış, solmuş 
so tired like the the next morning i had my ferry was at 8 a.m so i needed to be at the ferry place at oh 7 yeah yeah so i was like oh oh, oh. i got a bit ba- i was like fuck i got a bounce and tony <laughs> okay. was like now i know what you're talking about and tony was like yeah i'm pretty beat too and i was like all right should we bounce and everybody was like ah, yeah I, I guess it's time to go yeah so we all get up uh i go up to duncan i'm like Sorry, man. I gotta go. <laughs> Dude, I know where this is going. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I'm like, kind of gathering up everybody. I see to- Tony coming. Blah blah blah. Tony says peace. And then uh, you can tell Duncan is like. Oh, dude, you guys are bouncing. And then you walk up, and, and I'm you're like, like, "Dude, fuck that." You're like, "What? What's going on? Are we bouncing?" And I was like, "Wait a minute, this was all of our idea." <laughs> And you were like, and then you looked at Duncan, and you're like, I don't know. I guess this is what the group wants. <laughs> <laughs> Completely left us, <laughs> left us hanging. Yo, no, I remember what happened was it was like 1030, and we've been, I mean, we've been, it felt like later than it was. Like, For we've sure. been drinking for hours and hours and shit. 
And Duncan and Marnie were gone from the dance floor for such a long time that it felt like shit was winding down. Like nobody, like Duncan just hadn't been up there for like a while. Right, right. And we've been just dancing and doing our thing. <laughs> so it was like 1030 and everyone was like, should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, let's do it. And then we were talking to you being like, oh, you can maybe d- figure out a way to drive all of us back essentially because you were kind of sober or whatever, sobering up. And then Duncan came up out of nowhere and was like, where are you guys going type shit? And then it was suddenly just like, oh, dude, we can't leave. It's only 1030, you know? <laughs> and it's like everybody started slowly putting all the shit back that they had begun to like put on. Be like, bro, we cannot leave. Yeah. This is Duncan's wedding, yeah. you know? But it's like totally valid because like he was gone for a long ass time. Like nobody saw him, you know. So it was like it. It felt like we were just all dancing up there by ourselves for a super long time. Dude, the drive. How was your experience driving out of there, bro? Don't remember at all. Who drove? B drove. Oh, <laughs> of course. <no. laughs> of course. B B has two shots of tequila and becomes Jeff Gordon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he becomes no, B has like ten Jason shots Statham of tequila and becomes the Jeff Gordon. <laughs> yeah. B has thirty shots of tequila and becomes Jeff Gordon. Oh my god. But yeah, dude, I'm fucking uh the drive out of there was crazy because I, I didn't I I felt like did you leave at around the time when a lot of other people were leaving? I don't no think idea. so. I think that we might have left somewhere in between where you left and people leaving. Like, I'm sure that some more people had kind of like, you know, <laughs> don't really. <laughs> I felt like when I left, I, it was like just me and Vicky out there. And like, for the listeners, this was like the middle of the wilderness. True, like, truly, yeah. I no, had, no lights anywhere. I had fucking no idea where I was going. I was literally just like weaving in between trees at like a certain point, like yeah. <laughs> completely. You were, you, off yeah, the you were, co- you were oh, totally underwater at one point. Just <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what the fuck? Both of you guys had little bendy straws coming out of your mouths. No signal. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised. Well, because we had our shit. Like offline, saved offline and stuff. We only we only ever needed like two addresses: town, home, cabin. Uh, three addresses. Yeah, it got it got tense in my car. Vicky's like doing. Vicky's like Vicky was pretty fucked up, and she's like in the passenger seat, like being like, "Where are we? Where are we? Where?" Are yeah, we? type of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, that- I'm like thinking what we may need to like pull over and just like sleep until it becomes daylight we yes see sleep we it are. off <laughs> <laughs> you made it to cairo, <laughs> cairo. Uh, you wake I think up we <laughs> made a wrong turn yeah you hear Zoom like a, pyramids you hear like goats <laughs> and you wake up to the sound of goats and shit and there's just a merchant walking his goats yeah. by the car village kids slapping the windows like oh no, 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 no. yeah <laughs> like what uh <laughs> I was doing the sound of multiple children, so it may have sounded a little... Oh, yeah, yeah. An amalgam of children. But keep in mind, I was speaking fluent Egyptian for every single (laughs) one of those kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy, just how, like, off the grid it was. Shit was so off the grid. Bro, when we were on our way back... Wait, I was... Yeah, I think that you... um, You came back to our 
when you were coming to our place or some shit, I don't really remember exactly what the setup was. But when we were dipping back, yeah, I was with you guys and the other car was in front of us. When we went back to the crib and we saw the dude who was like our like oh, he was like guy. yeah he was like our Airbnb host or some yeah. shit name his name was like Arthur or something he had a hella long white beard just on some like real like wilderness fool type shit and he was like standing just on the side of the main like road just like picking berries and we like drove past him and he just gives us that like last turn on the left look you know <laughs> where it's like when you drive by and the old dude just like meets eyes with you and just looks at you like yeah you know like one of these this fool is just picking berries on the side of the main road watching like slowly turning as we <laughs> drove by interestingly similarly uh, we got there a little earlier than you guys did to the island because they let us on the 11 a.m. ferry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get on there earlier. We go to this brewery. Lower and, Tavern, uh, right? No, this other place. Oh, word. Um, it was right next to the weed store. So we're just dr- drinking a beer waiting for anyone to, like, pull up. Um, and uh, we ended up just meeting you guys at the house. Anyway, these details aren't important. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm at this brewery uh, with Vicky, and uh, there's this dude in the back, this black guy. Not that that matters. Uh, this black guy, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, where are you from? And uh, we're like, oh, we're from Southern California. He's like, yeah, I'm from San Diego. Came to Orcas. What are you guys going to do here? And uh, I was like, oh, we're here for a wedding. And he's like, uh, he's like, have you guys checked out the labyrinth? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, the labyrinth. And he's like, the labyrinth. It's just down the road. <laughs> like yeah. so mysterious. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He was with two other guys, and they weren't talking or looking at each other or looking at us. Like when he brought yeah. up the labyrinth. <laughs> like they were in a labyrinth. Yeah, it was like a sensitive subject. Like, don't bring up the labyrinth, Calvin. Yeah. But he told us about it. The Labyrinth, huh? Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah. We should have checked that out. That would have been dope. The yeah. wedding should have been in the Labyrinth. You know? You yeah. can get married if you find each other. If oh you don't. Oh, my gosh. How romantic is that? That's a great idea. Yeah. You can't get married if you can't find love. And what'd you say? I don't know. I didn't say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! Imagine seeing your your bride in their wedding dress, sweating, sweating, stuck in a spider web. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just Honey, making help. that making that turn and seeing your bride revealed. Wow! Yeah, she would never have looked as beautiful as she did in that moment when she rounded the corner, bumped right into you. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, Kissing honestly, Duncan's uh, ceremony was almost a labyrinth. <laughs> How high up that hill it was and all those Bro, twists Marnie's and Marnie's mom? That was the craziest shit. I and thought that that was like, I thought it was irresponsible that nobody stopped her. Bro, if my mom got on a mountain bike that high up, knowing like what the terrain was like, I would have like run after her and stopped her. Bro, okay, so I would be 100% sure. There wouldn't be an... Uh, an inkling of a doubt or something that she wouldn't break of breaks and i'm you know not even to be funny it's like if you're like a 63 bro marnie's mom looked like she was at least early 60s 
60, 60, early 60s. That was like level Bro, 10 a woman can't, dangerous a, a, of that hill, too. Anybody that age can't be on a mountain bike riding down a super steep mountain like that. And it felt like when she dipped out, like... I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's like, you know, she like, she like bounced being like, whoa, <laughs> like already, uh, you know, like already on some like runaway train shit, like, whoa, you know? <laughs> my With, brakes, my brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like already on some like my brakes were cut type shit. And everyone was like, ha ha. How funny. Yeah, so essentially. She could have fucking died. Yeah, the fucking reception. No the, helmet? The reception in the ceremony were like quite a bit of ways away. The ceremony was like a mile? At least. At least a mile up Actually, a hill? Maybe less. It was it was it it was like a mile up. But there were so many twists and turns and the road was barely paved. No, it wasn't paved, but it was barely a road. It was super, super bouncy. And dude, yeah. these fucking shuttles were flying up and down these hills. That was insane. Turning and just seeing the mother of the bride on a BMX bike <laughs> going immediately after the ceremony, bike. going down to the reception through down that road was nuts. And it was Max's mountain bike. The guy in the in the prince jacket. They were his mountain bikes. I was I was so he had the walkie-talkie. He had the golden retriever. I was so certain that they would get hurt, or that the mom would get hurt on the mountain bike, bro. That would have ruined the wedding. I was thinking about that when we were on the on the island. There's no hospital on the island. You would have to get airlifted out of the island if you broke a limb. You'd have to, you know, like what you got to get on the ferry and do all this shit to get. There's no hospital there. No way. Wow. Yeah. It's just that was that was pretty scary, I thought. <laughs> but not only that, the sister of the bride in a bridesmaid she dress. She chased after the mom also, going, Mom, not so fast. She was like, Mom, wait up. Let me hit this ramp first. She yeah. also got on a BMX bike and mountain bike. Mountain bike down the hill. That was fucking crazy. That was crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, ridiculous. Good memories. Oh my gosh, that little that shack at the Some pier that was right next here. to my uh, cabin. You know what I'm talking about, like at the pier yeah, on yeah, the yeah. island. Yeah. Um. So one morning I went down there to go get an iced coffee, and I walk up and I was like, "Um, hi, can I get an iced coffee?" And she's like. Um, an espresso with water, and I said, "No, no, 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 an iced coffee." <laughs> and then she goes, "Um, hmm, hold on." Yeah, that bro, this reminds me of some hilarious. And then shit. she turns around, she goes to her boss, and she's like, "Uh, um, like whispers about like the customer." And she goes, "Oh yeah, uh, hi, how can I help you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'd like to uh, get an iced coffee." And then she goes, "We don't have drip coffee." And I was like, well, I don't know what a drip coffee is, but I'll have iced coffee if you guys have <laughs> That's it. That's your mistake. Doc. And then I know, but I, I now know. And then she's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We don't have drip coffee. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just have like a regular coffee. And, and if you guys have ice, I'll put <laughs> yeah. it in the ice. And then she goes, no, 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 you don't understand. We only have espresso. And I was like, oh, 
then why didn't you just say that from the <laughs> fucking beginning? Like, <laughs> I didn't ask for a yeah, coffee yeah, or yeah. a drip coffee. I asked for an iced coffee. Just off the bat, just tell me that. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh my god! And then I asked. I was like, "Oh, can I get a Cinnabon?" And then she was like, <laughs> "Dog." I was like, "We Cin- don't. We don't have Cinnabon." Well, she had a big fucking sun. She was like, "Cinnabons made uh, uh, daily," and there's one in the case there. I was like, "Oh, can I have a Cinnabon?" And she's like, "No, we're actually out of Cinnabons." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute. That's." A- I was like, "What about this one?" I was like, "Is that just like a display one?" She was like, "No, no, no. Those were made two hours ago." And I was like, well, I'll have that one if that's okay. And she's like, I guess. <laughs> that's <laughs> what? awesome. What? I, s- I feel like the service in the Pacific Northwest is like, I don't like it. I don't like ha- the customer service up there. It's like, it's kind of bizarre. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. Yeah. It would help me if you knew how to describe it because I'm not totally sure okay, what you mean. This is another, this is another example. Uh, I had to check out of the cabin, right? Yeah. There was no like no instructions on how to check out. Like there was no um nobody there's no like concierge. There's no like uh I mean, This is the, the I- this is the island though. I mean, this is just the island. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm driving later. There's not even a concierge. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Excuse me, bellhop." <laughs> My bags aren't going to carry themselves. <laughs> and it's a bear. <laughs> Excuse me, boy. Can you pull my car up front? Uh, anyway, so later in the day, I call just to make sure, like, hey, I just want to check out because it's on Duncan's credit card. I don't want him to get charged or anything. So I call, and I go, uh, I call the hotel, and they go, hello? And I go, is this the hotel? And she goes, yeah. But, like... If you're working at a company <laughs> who just answers, <laughs> Bro, hello. This is a small. This is a small <laughs> island. <laughs> you know, I feel you, but it's a small island. I don't know. Yo, so B is on some kind of on some new silly shit. Okay, he has a new coffee order. What's that? He mean? doesn't just get cold brew anymore. He gets cortados. <laughs> so everywhere. <laughs> So everywhere he goes, what is that? I mean, that's the that's the million dollar question. (laughs) Everywhere, everywhere he goes, he asks for a cortado. So when we were like, you know, in San Francisco, can I can I get a cortado? It's like, yes, you can get a cortado. When he's in Seattle, when he's in Portland, can I get a cortado? Yes, you can get Uh a cortado and shit. And then everywhere north of that, like all the coffee shops we went to on the island or like just outside the island, anywhere outside of like, you know, urban city center, Seattle and shit, he'd be like, (laughs) can I get a Cortado? And then they'd be like, what's a Cortado? And then he'd be or they'd be like, they wouldn't say what. They'd be like, what? And you go, oh, I said, can I get a latte? And we were like accessory to so many moments where you could just see B working the math out in his head where it's like it's more complicated to try to explain what a cortada was or he's envisioning this conversation where he says, can I get a cortado again? And then they kind of embarrass him by being like, we don't know what a cortado is, you know? So he bails and pretends like he said latte. <laughs> So there was like four times when he was like, can I get a cortado? And they were like, what? And you go, 
oh, can I get a latte? <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it was hella funny. And it's like cortados are nothing crazy. It's literally, I think a cortado is a small latte. It's like, instead of it being a cup where it's like two espresso shots and a bunch of milk, it's two espresso shots and like a, a very small amount of milk. So it's like a, you know, it's like a latte, but like this size instead of like this size. Huh. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, I have one other funny story that I, I, I was going to mention and then I forgot it for almost the entire time we've been talking, but it just popped up just on some like teeny little nuance shit. Yeah. My car broke down hella <laughs> like fat. A week ago, oh, like right before we yeah. bounced, it like overheated and shit. And I had to, dude, I had to fucking, <laughs> I wanted to get some shoes at the mall, at the Galleria, and it overheated like a mile away. And I was like, okay, I'm going to chill for one second, let the engine cool off, and then try to make it to the Galleria. Because like, if I could just park in the parking structure, it was 105 degrees out. If I could just park in the parking structure, I could leave my car there. It could cool off while I fucking go to the stores or whatever. So I chill for one second, and then I turn the car on again, and immediately it's just like every red light on the dashboard, like <laughs> pull over immediately. So I'm like, fuck. So I drove like another like 200 feet just to get a little bit closer, and then pulled over, and I left my car in the Joann's parking lot. You know where the Joann's yeah. is on brand? Yeah. So it's pretty far from the gas. It's still like seven or eight blocks, maybe. So I park my car in the in the parking lot of the Joann's, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just walk because I want these. I want to get some shit, and I need to let my car chill out or whatever. So I sweat my ass off, hundred degrees. Walk all the way to the Galleria, go into the store. I'm like, these ones. Do you have size twelve? And they're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We've been out of that size for like months. Wait, what are you trying to buy? Shoes. What's that? Oh, like dress shoes? Yeah. Okay. So they were like, nah, we don't have them. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I turn around. I walk all the way back to my car, like 25 minutes, sweating, dog. Get in the car, turn the ignition, and it's like, stop your car immediately. It's going to explode. Like oh type God. shit still. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just roll the dice. <laughs> so I drove to um, on brand. I drove down brand until I, it turned into Glendale and I hit uh, tacos via Corona because I was like, I, I can get a coffee here and shit. So I pull off and leave my car in the in the neighborhood. And my thinking is also I can get a breakfast burrito when I pick up my car in the morning. Yeah. Um, so uh, I could not drive home because the problem was when I'm stuck in traffic, the car overheats more. And Friday, Glendale, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the traffic on fucking Glendale on a Friday is like the worst traffic in the world. You know, like just that stretch from the Jack in the Box on Glendale all the way to like super sweet that coffee and tattoo parlor. Yeah. It's always like it's, it's 30 minutes, lock. dog, for like three blocks. Yeah. So I was like, no way. So but and the that poor was, man with that uh pineapple who's there every fucking day next to, to the fool whose legs go like this. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There's that fool that's always next to that pineapple guy with a walker and his legs look like this and he goes like this. Oh fuck yeah, I know that guy. Um 
So I fucking, so I'm like, no way. So I'm like, the next morning, I'm going to have to get my car when there's no traffic so I can just beeline straight home and park my car. That's all small potatoes. Uh, I did all that, and it worked out fine. Um, Draw my car off at the mechanic now when I'm back. Yesterday, when I get back and shit, they're like fucking $1,000, you know, crazy tab and shit. Um, Jesus. I take an Uber to work yesterday morning. I'm riding the entire way. I pick the... I'm like, huh, okay, where's the fucking normal option for Uber? $25. The comfort option. It has a Tesla logo next to the comfort. $27. So I'm like $2 extra for like a pimp ass car. And I I get to choose if I want like... How if I want the car cool or not, or if I want conversation and shit beforehand. So I'm like, okay, let's go, you know. So I like, I'm like, okay, uh, cool temperature in the car and shit. Pick the little icon and whatever, and then a fucking like beat ass Hyundai shows up, and then I'm like, so it's like, you know, okay. wait, would you click for the conversation? Didn't even didn't click a thing. Uh. I like conversation, you know. So the guy pulls up in the shitty ass car, like oh, whatever. <laughs> we listen to a fucking uh, one of those radio shows in the morning where it's like, so we're having people call in to tell us about times when their good friends have purposefully sabotaged them, and it's like thirty minutes of these crazy ass stories where it's like people calling in and being like, yeah, so like, um, I'm like from Fontana. And, like, my homegirl, like, you know, did, like, you know, on my wedding day, but, you know, just telling these, like, wild stories. And me and this fool aren't talking at all. But every time the stories get punchy, we're both just going, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> saying shit like saying shit like that. Like, yeah. dog, that was crazy. Whoa. Yeah. You know? He drops me off later that day, get another Uber coming home. And it's this woman who's, like, immediately she's, like, so she's an older woman you could tell that she's down to talk and shit. She's like, tell me everything about yourself. So it's like that kind of car ride. Like, I'm like, well, I'm an editor by trade, but my real passions are so-and-so and so. And, you know, I, I got to say for real, I got, I'm saying this for real. It was literally like this. You said so-and-so and so. Well, no, but I mean, fill in the blanks. Like I'm saying okay. that it was, that was the vibe of it. Is that like I was still hung over enough from this week long thing with friends and partying and all this shit that when she said, Tell me all everything about yourself, it almost felt like it was some like spiritual divination, like yeah. like some like some like fucking divine thing was placed in front of me to be like, it's time to take stock of what the last thirty years have been like. <laughs> so I'm like, Well, you know, like I'm an editor and and she's like does that fulfill you? And I'm like, no, it, I guess it doesn't, you know, but I find fulfillment in other ways. So-and-so, and we're going on and on and on and shit. And then I flip it, and then she tells me her whole spiel, and she's being like, nothing makes me happier than when I see my two sons in the same city. Nothing. You know? Shit like that. Like, getting into some real emotional details like that. But the only reason I bring it up is because she was talking about how when she manifesting shit basically like she was like you know like i'll see a picture of a white cat and i'll think huh white cat i like white cats and then a white cat will run across the street in front of my car and it's like i did that you know like some shit like that so she's talking about noticing little things and i don't know why the fuck my mind went this direction but i was like that's funny that you mentioned that 
I take uh, I I derive some joy from just noticing little little funny things. In fact, and we were on the ten. I was like, I don't know if you've noticed recently they they redid the dividers. Once you get close to the one ten, they've redone the dividers. They've had like temp dividers up between the lanes for between the two separate sides for a while, and they're finally taking them down and just replacing them with like maybe like four feet tall brown kind of dividers. Okay. And uh, and I'm like, yeah, like I you know I just I notice little things like that too. Like in fact, you know, right here on the ten about a week ago, I was driving. And I was driving to, to work, and I noticed that they had just taken down these temporary dividers and replaced them with, like, the actual divider. And within about a day of taking down these temporary barriers, somebody had already come and tagged one of the barriers. And she didn't say anything, and I was like, yeah, and I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't know. What she wanted like, to say was... Yawn, boring. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like I led this entire thing up to this moment where I was like relating to her, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I do stuff like that too. Like, in fact, there was one day when I noticed that there was graffiti on this divider, and uh, I like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs>
Hop, 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 hop,
Pop, 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 p